Hello and welcome to a new episode of A New African Mind. I'm your host, Petrina Dusay. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as MBS Care. You can also check out my website, mbscare.co, and also this podcast for helpful tools and tips on mental health. All these resources are free, so please take advantage of them. Let's join in the effort towards reshaping our views on mental health as Africans. Today, I'm going to be talking about affirmations. And this is a term that a lot of you are already familiar with. You've probably heard many times before. And some of you may be rolling your eyes by now like, oh my gosh, not this affirmations thing again. Hold on. Before you skip to the next track, just just give me a second and hear me out. If after listening to this episode, you're still not convinced, please, that's absolutely fine. But just hear me out. I remember when I first started hearing about affirmations, I thought to myself, oh my gosh, what kind of crap is this? Speak it, manifest it. And I was thinking, that's a bunch of BS. Excuse my strong language, but that's really what I thought and believed about affirmations. I thought it was just this hippie way of looking at life, not being realistic because, you know, excuse my language again, shitty stuff does actually happen, right? So how is an affirmation supposed to help things suddenly get better? And then really and truly, I can't tell you what point at which it switched for me. But all I remember is that when I started practicing them, my life looked considerably different. And so today I'm going to take you through affirmations, what they are, how it affects us biologically. So it's not just a surface level thing. It's not just words, but something happens on a biological level. Something happens on a brain level, you know, the more we practice affirmations and I'll briefly explain what this is. And then I'll share some tools and tips on how to practice affirmations that may be helpful. Okay, so let's jump right in. Affirmations are basically proclamations, pronouncements, emotional support, encouragement. Basically, in a nutshell, affirmations are just self-motivation. So if you go for a motivational talk or someone is giving you a motivational pep talk, they'll say things to you like, you know what, you can do it, believe in yourself. I know this is a tough time, but you can get through this. And we appreciate hearing those things from other people. So what affirmations are basically just us doing that for ourselves? So it's self-motivation in a nutshell. Now let's go into why they actually work. Our thoughts often drive our behaviors and our emotions. What happens is that for most of us, we don't realize this because a lot of our thoughts are automatic and they happen so quickly and on a subconscious level that we don't even realize we've had that thought. Most of the time, they're so repetitive that it's almost automatic. So for instance, sometimes I'll ask a client, they'll say, oh, I've been feeling ABC way. And then I ask them, so what were you thinking about before you started feeling that way? And they'll say, no, nothing. I wasn't thinking about anything. But when we slow things down, we come to realize that, oh, there was a thought process. It just happened very quickly, so quickly that the person didn't even notice, but it ended up having an effect on them. Now, this is where your brain comes in. The brain basically acts like a computer. So you give it input and then it gives you output. And it's like the command center of the body, of our actions. You know the role the brain performs in our daily lives. Let's think about a computer. If I open my computer and I'm typing in a pages or a Word document and I want to have uppercase A, I press shift A, right? So it gives me a capital A. Now, when I do this, what happens is that the computer processes the information so fast, scans through its catalog so quickly to see what symbol is associated with this combination of keys. And that's a capital A. If I do command or control A, it's supposed to select all the text. 
but it runs this calculation so quickly that it's it's almost like it's not thinking. So we think that computers are so cool, they're so fast at processing, but the brain is one supercomputer. In fact, the computer is built to mimic the way the brain functions. Now, another level of this is that the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. Yeah, your brain is not as smart as you think it is. Your mind is, but your brain is not. Your brain basically just gives the output or whatever input you give to it. So if I were to say to you in this moment, think about one of the happiest days of your life, immediately or almost immediately, you start to feel good and you start to think through and all these memories of good things start coming to mind and you're looking for the one that is the happiest. And then if I were to say to you almost immediately, think about the saddest day of your life, you'll realize that you switch so quickly. It's amazing, right? Now, if these things are not happening, these are just memories and you're calling them back to mind, your body shouldn't necessarily experience those feelings again because you know this is not my current reality. You know I'm not getting that award again. I'm not winning that competition. I'm not meeting the love of my life again. Or if it was that someone passed away, that the person is not passing away all over again, but your body reacts as though the same thing is happening. This is because your thoughts act as input for your brain. Now, when your mind starts to think about something, immediately that's input for your brain. There's no thought you have that is not connected to your brain. There's this thing we call functional MRIs, where they scan people's brains in an MRI and ask them to think specific thoughts, and then they study which parts of the brain light up. So every thought that you have will activate a certain part of the brain. There's nothing you can do to stop that. And it's input for the brain. Now, there are certain things we call neuron pathways. So neurons are the, the cells in the brain and the nervous system. Every time you keep thinking something and you keep doing something repeatedly, you strengthen that pathway in your brain. So if you're the kind of person who wakes up in the morning, first thing you do is brush your teeth. You strengthen that pathway so much that each time you wake up, it's second nature to you. You don't even have to put in so much effort because you strengthen that process. If you decide you want to break that habit, now that becomes difficult because your brain has been wired to get up and then lead yourself to the bathroom to brush your teeth. So back to what I was saying about the brain being a computer and our thoughts being input. When you think about happy thoughts, your brain quickly goes through its catalog. Okay, what is associated with happiness? Which chemicals in the body are associated with happiness? Those chemicals have to be released. If it's sadness, which chemicals in the body have to be associated with sadness? They are released. If it's stress, if it's anxiety, whatever it is, your brain will obey the command you give it and your thoughts are the command you give your brain. What will happen is that as it starts to release these things, it intensifies our emotions. And as our emotions are intensified, what happens is that you need more thoughts to confirm why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Because you can't just be sitting there with sadness. Why am I sad? Think about times when you feel sad or you feel anxious and you don't know the reason why. It's uncomfortable. So your brain will keep searching for information to keep confirming this feeling. So you notice that whenever you're feeling sad, you have more sad memories. You recall more sad things. But when you're happy, it's easier to recall happier things. So whenever you have a thought, the brain reacts. No matter how small it is, the brain reacts. And it causes certain things to happen in your body that you don't see. This is one of the reasons why people say think positively. Because if you're going in to give a presentation and your thought process is, oh my gosh, I'm going to make a mistake. Oh my gosh, I have difficulty speaking in public. Oh my gosh, I make mistakes all the time. Keep repeating that to yourself. I'm not good enough. I'm not at the stage where I can give public speeches. And you keep repeating that. Here's what happens. When you go out on stage, 
because now you're in an anxious state, if you have listened to the episode on a new mind about stress, you realize that your ability to problem solve is greatly reduced when you are anxious because you're in the fight or flight stage. So you go on stage and you're at this place where it's almost like you're fighting for your life. And because of that, not enough brain capacity is geared towards being able to focus and give your presentation properly. So you're more prone to making mistakes. And as you make more mistakes, it's like, oh, it's true. I'm terrible. This is not to say that if you say positive things, you'll never make mistakes. But your processing of that mistake in the use of affirmations helps. So if you're about to go out on stage and it's, I can do this. I may be feeling nervous. This is because I want to be evaluated properly. But I've done my work. I have done my research. I have rehearsed. And I've got this. I will do the best that I can and that's all I can do. And you repeatedly say these things to yourself. The impact it has on you is going to be greatly different than the first example I just gave. So as you keep affirming positive things, you start to strengthen that pathway in your brain. As you strengthen that pathway, the confidence pathway in your brain, what happens is that the other pathway that was supporting feeling like you were not capable starts to weaken. Now this process is not an easy process. Don't get me wrong. It's not that you just wake up today and then, hey, I've affirmed positive things and I'm absolutely positive. I've affirmed confidence and I'm absolutely confident. It has to be something that you're intentional about. You might feel difficulty with it. And I'm going to discuss this in the points to note about affirmations. But as you're intentional about affirming, it starts to become your default way of thinking. For most of us, we've grown up in societies or we continue to be in societies where motivation is through comparing us to other people. Motivation is through what we didn't get right, what we didn't do properly, you know, as opposed to positive encouragement. So we do that to ourselves as well. I can guarantee that when affirmations become a part of your life, they become second nature to you. You realize that you push yourself to greater heights. Sometimes we think it's the negativity is they're looking at what our mates are doing and what other people have achieved that actually push us to work hard. Or someone said you'll never make it and that's what pushed you to work hard. It's the belief that you're capable because when the person spoke down to you or when the person underestimated you, what you told yourself subconsciously is I can do it. I will do it. And that's a positive affirmation. If it's fear you're struggling with, affirmations are great ways to train our brains to believe in us. Remember, it's self-motivation. A few points to note about affirmations. It's not easy. There will be a resistance in your brain initially because now the brain has to figure out a new way of doing things and you know picking up a new habit or learning a new behavior is not easy initially, especially if there's another behavior in place of that. So I'm not saying you just wake up, you affirm and everything is perfect. This is why I was resistant towards the idea of affirmations initially. It's difficult. Especially if, like me and most other people, you're more prone to negative thinking. Reversing that takes time. So it's going to be difficult. Initially, you're going to have to do it repeatedly. You're going to have to be intentional. Sometimes you may feel like it's not working. Other times you may feel like, oh, wait, I've got this. On the days that are harder, it's going to be very difficult to use these affirmations. But those are the days that you need them even more. Sometimes it's, well, I don't believe this thing about myself. I don't believe I'm confident. I'm not confident. Why should I say that I am? But as you repeat that to yourself, now your brain has to look for what is associated with confident people. You realize that your posture will change when you're around people. As you remind yourself, the way you express yourself will begin to change because your brain has to get information to match this input of confidence. 
It's been bombarded with it enough times that what do confident people do? And it supports you in remembering, it supports you in posturing yourself, in expressing yourself in a way that exudes confidence. I have done this. It has worked tremendously for me. I have clients who have tried this and it's worked tremendously for them. But you have to be intentional and you mustn't give up. And it's not just I'm confident, right? From time to time, you have to change them up. It can be, I have the ability to speak clearly. I have the ability to stand in front of people and motivate them. So you can take the same concept and you can kind of spice it up a little bit. Affirmations are nothing if they are not coupled with behavior and choices. So I cannot sit down and affirm that I'm confident and when I'm given the opportunity to give a presentation, I shy away from it. I cannot say that I am bold and I'm brave when there's an opportunity to take on a project. I say, oh, give it to somebody else, please. It has to be coupled with behavior and your choices. You cannot say, I deserve love, I deserve kindness, I deserve consideration and keep dating people or choosing friends who treat you like you're trash. It's not going to work. So your affirmations should match the decisions that you're beginning to make for yourself. Another thing is that visible reminders help. So you may have seen that people use post-its. Some people will get a plaque or some kind of poster done. But visible reminders help, especially in the initial stage. Because when you're going about your day, it can be difficult to step out of your routine to stop and think about affirmation. So if it's in a place where when you turn your head, it's right there. Like for instance, as I'm doing this podcast in my office, to the left of me, I have posts right there, right? And let me read what I see. You don't need to worry. What will happen will happen. Just do your best. Breathe. What is happening in this very moment? What is it teaching you? Can you do something about it? Breathe. You are just a vessel. You are a conduit. Everything you need exists within you already. Connect within and flow without. You're good enough. You're the prize. You deserve consideration. So these are the affirmations I have here. And I think it's time to switch them up because they've been here for a while. So you can put them in your office. You can put them in your bedroom. You can put them in your bathroom. You can put them by your bedside. Bombard your brain with these things and it will considerably shift how you think and how you behave. Another way you can also practice affirmations is there's this app called I Am. I haven't been paid to promote them. I found them very helpful. I always recommend it. Um, You can choose when to start receiving the affirmations and when to stop. So you can say maybe 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., you want to receive these affirmations and then um, you can choose a number of times you want to receive the affirmation. So the affirmations can come in 10 times within that 6 to 8 or 10 p.m. time span. You can have five within the day and they come at different points. Now, the cool thing about it is that it sends you notifications. So you're there and then you get a notification and you pick up your phone, you see an affirmation. And a lot of the time, they tend to be spot on. It's interesting how the universe will support you when you are trying to grow. So my most recent affirmation says, treating my body with respect leads to health and joy. And what I do is that I pause, I read it intentionally. Sometimes if I have the time, I'll think on it just a little bit and then keep my day going. So now it's gotten to a point where when I face a challenging situation, I'm able to on my own self-motivate, on my own affirm. Affirmations don't mean that there's no negativity in the world. That's another thing I didn't like about it when I didn't understand. Affirmations don't mean that, oh, everything is perfect. So for instance, you're sick, you've received a diagnosis that may be potentially devastating. 
Affirmations don't say, oh, I don't have this diagnosis. I experience only health. Sometimes, again, shitty stuff does happen. Bad things happen to good people. But an affirmation for a diagnosis like that could be, right now I'm struggling emotionally. I'll give myself the space to grieve. I'll give myself the space to process. Right now I don't know the way forward, but I will figure it out. Today is an especially tough day for me. I don't know what to do, but I have faith that better days will come. So affirmations don't mean that you are not realistic about the crappy things that actually do happen. And sometimes an affirmation can be, right now, with the amount of anger I'm feeling, I just want to cuss and I'm going to give myself the space to do that. When I'm done, I will regroup. But be intentional about your affirmations. Practice them often. Understand that you are rewiring the way your brain thinks. Remember that your actions and your choices have to match the affirmations you are giving. Otherwise, they do not work. Believe in yourself. Motivate yourself. So, I hope this helps somebody. I would be glad to hear about the affirmations that you've tried. You can send me an email. Um, You can do that on my website. You can send me a DM on social media just to share what your experience has been with affirmations. And if you're having any challenges, I would be glad to provide some kind of support if I can. Again, and as always, I wish you peace and unconditional love. Thank you.